showing your children how to not only be givers with our first step, but second of all, being more mindful in their spending and knowing that investing more of their money into God's kingdom. And how do you do that? Hello, and welcome to Created to Give, where we uncover who we were created to be with money. I'm your host, Trisha Daniel, and this show is intended to dive deeper into God's word, help us discover our God-given purpose, and help us identify God's design to manage and multiply our seed so we could help others in need. If you've ever felt lost, stressed, or anxious about handling money, then this show is definitely for you. So sit back, relax, and welcome to Created to Give. All right, are you ready to put God's word into action, into your money this week? We are going to take John chapter 6, verses 26 and 27, and really start to learn how to implement this into our everyday lives. As we talked through our study on Sunday, in this verse, God kind of calls us out. Like, you guys are working for material things. You guys just come and ask me for material things, for things that are going to waste away, food that is going to perish. And it brings up to light, what are we working for? Truly, what are we working for? And this is basically being able to take this part of God's word and implement it into our everyday lives to remind ourselves when we go to work, sometimes we just go to work and we're miserable. We're miserable. We absolutely judge ourselves and downgrade ourselves and just sit there in a depressed mode all day long just to earn a dollar, just to buy food or clothing or our essential needs. But sometimes we're doing it because we want to have something that's going to impress somebody else. We want to have that bigger house. We want to have that car. We want to have that dream vacation. Take your kids to Disney World like we see everybody else do on Instagram And sometimes we need a reminder of what are we working for? Who do we seek first for every dollar? And just reminder, leaning into God, because he is going to produce food that we're going to have forever in heaven, not just stuff that's going to waste away here. So we're going to begin. This is the whole reason we're doing this podcast is to really start diving in deeper into scripture, the 2,350 verses God has about money to help us manage our money. Because for most of us, we don't lean on God's word for our money. I know I didn't. I'm almost 50 years old. Or time we're recording this podcast, I'll be 50 next week. And I used to never, never lean on God for my finances. That was a completely separate thing until God opened my eyes. And he's like, daughter, There's a reason why you keep having to start rebuilding and rebuilding over and over and over again. You don't have a firm foundation in me. Let me show you. Again, King Solomon, the wisest businessman ever to live, ever, ever. There's so many people that go back to his wisdom in building their businesses. I mean, he was the most amazing businessman you'll ever hear about and read about. He prayed for that wisdom from God. He got that wisdom from God. But yet many of us were not taught that. We keep our business and our personals and everything separate from God. And it's time we bring it all together. So this verse, it called me out. It called me out on John 6, 26 and 27. What are you working for? Food that's going to perish? 
you know, these people were chasing after Jesus because they knew he had just fed them the day before. The five loaves and two fish they took from the young boy in, the, in you know, in that big crowd and was able to multiply it and feed 5,000 people with 12 baskets left over. So for so many people, the next day, they're like, hey, we got fed for free. We're going to go find Jesus again so we can get fed again. And Jesus called them out and said, hey, you're not seeking me because of the miracles I perform. You're not seeking me for eternal life and nourishment in heaven. You're seeking me for food that's going to perish. So taking this, let's put this into action. Let's put this into our weekly, daily, minute-by-minute lives as we work and decide what are we working for, food that's going to perish or for God. First, we're going to talk about giving. We've got to start there because the purpose of giving Reminder is the fact that money is not ours. It's God's to give. I mean, it's his to begin with. He has entrusted us with a certain amount that we are supposed to manage. It's like the talents. When they gave the servants the talents, here's your 5,000. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to multiply it or you can go hide it? God has given you a specific amount. What are you going to go do with it? He's given it for you to manage. It is his to manage. And we've got to realize how much is it to give? How much is it to use? How much is it to invest? If you've been a part of my six-week program, I've got a program where we walk through developing, you know, your circle, that amount that God gives you. How much are you going to live on? How much do you owe? How much are you going to back invest and how much are you going to give? And so this giving part of your circle, let's define that every single week, every single week, being able to look at your circle. Okay, God, this is how much money you gave me. How much am I going to give? Because this isn't mine. This is meant to give to somebody else. So one, look at your giving, look at you know, things that you, your actions. Sometimes we spend so much time working for that extra dollar, we don't free up any time to go give an act of a kindness, to stop, just to smile at somebody else. That's a part of giving. Your time is a resource that is very limited. Money you can make more of, time you can't. So really look at your giving this week. Two, mindful spending. I know. I know. But again, it's a part of our circle we got to look at. And when we sit there and go, okay, God, this is how much you trusted me with. This is not mine. This is yours. Am I going to waste it on something that's perishable? Again, he says in verse 27, do not work for food that perishes. Are we using our money for things that are going to perish? We're actually being mindful and what it's going towards. And I know we don't want to become hyper over obsessed. You know, they talk about the pinching the pennies. But for some of us, we need to be more appreciative of that penny. Have you ever seen a penny on the ground and just walk past it? That's currency. Pick that penny up. 
that is something that could help somebody else because penny after penny after it all adds up. So this week, start looking really into your spending and how maybe you can redirect some of your funds into more of an experience for your kids. Memories that maybe don't cost anything. Showing your children how to not only be givers with our first step, but second of all, being more mindful in their spending and knowing that investing more of their money into a kingdom. How do you do that? Because we can read about it all day long and it can sound fancy all day long. But truly, teaching your kids for after we're gone, how are they spending the money that God gave them, that God entrusted for them? Are they seeking God first? And what to do with it? Because it's his, it's not ours. Number three, create a gratitude budget. I know, and I, if you know me, I'm not a fan of the word budget. I refer to it as the B word. It's, it's something a lot of people instantly go, <gasps> and they can't breathe. They feel restricted when they use that word. I really love to word, use the word plan for abundance. You know, we're planning for our future. We're planning for what God's going to give us. We're planning because if we don't plan, we'll be like those lottery winners. The lottery winners, what, 70% of them that win the lottery are broke within five years because they don't have a plan. They just go and spend it, and they have zero plan, and they are all broke in about five years. But for this, a gratitude budget, sitting down with your kids and being able to not just track what you have already spent, you know, the money that's come in, the money that's gone out, but being able to have gratitude for the things that is not revenue expenses, having gratitude for your family, having gratitude for loved ones, gratitude for your church family, gratitude for friends, just gratitude where you really sit there and time, spending time Time is a resource. When those people were chasing after Jesus, wanting to really get fed again, he called them out. But they could have been running after him to go spend time with him. Are you budgeting time to go spend time with God in the morning? Are you budgeting time to really spend time with your kids? Are we budgeting time? Are we having a gratitude budget? for the things in our life. Number four, invest in learning and spiritual growth. For me, I invested in the commentary Bible. I will drop it in the show notes. But really, I've been started investing in learning how to, when I see scripture, being able to really go to the scripture and understand it through the commentary, understand it through index Bibles. So for me, that was one of my investments. What is something you are investing in, whether it is a Bible study, whether it is a six-week course, whether it is a class, whether just spending time watching each one of these podcasts or on YouTube, being able to watch the podcast and be able to go, okay, God, I'm spending time with you, spending time with others, and we're talking about this first. How can we lean into you for our needs? Seek ye first. Because you will provide all, not just some, all of my needs. How can I seek you first? Instead of just working for something that's going to go away. So working for a house 
that I don't need. I don't need that big of a house. I don't need that big of a car. I don't need, wow, I can invest that in other people. I can invest that in other programs. I can invest that in other ministries and help grow that money. There's other ways to invest in learning and in spiritual growth. I know that has transformed my life and being able to bring God's word into my 25 years of experience in finance and accounting and being able to bring now them all together, my mind has been absolutely blown. So this week, I want you to blow your own mind. I want you to be able to take that verse and implement it into your finances this week by one, set a giving goal. Two, practice mindful spending. Three, create a gratitude budget. And four, invest in learning and spiritual growth. I will see you this Sunday. And let me know how your giving goes. Thank you for turning into this episode of Created to Give. We uncover who we were created to be with money. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe, follow along, and give us a five-star review because I would love to hear back from you. If you would love to, join in also on our Created to Give newsletter where we dive deeper into each one of these episodes and share with you those action steps where you can implement God's Word into your money. Remember, you were created to multiply, you were created to manage your money, and you were created to give.